Chief Investment Officer and Founder to talk about some stock picks. We got George standing by to execute some trades. Kim, welcome back to the show. Let's talk chips. We've got a new high in the semiconductor index. NVIDIA, of course, is leading again, but AMD is right behind. Some of the classics are working as well. What's going on here and what's the best way to play it? Well, I'm a long only uh, growth at a reasonable price investor. So I say buy them long. Um, I'm sure you'll have some other ideas, but um, I still like the semiconductors, even though they're hitting all time highs. You might ask me why. And I think the trend is just this. Are we going to have uh, more demand for semiconductors next year than this year? I'm going to say yes. And while I kind of care about the economies of the world, I know that um, semiconductors are the only thing that give us productivity. And we're rolling out this thing called 5G, which is gonna drive the demand for end devices. And that takes what? Semiconductors. So that's why I love that sector. The chips have been uh, pretty interesting over the last year as kind of a way to see which chip maker is leading and how it fits into some of these overall market themes and styles of investing. You mentioned growth at a reasonable price, which you're looking for. And for some investors, it's just growth. For others, it's just reliable bottom line. As NVIDIA has been cranking out gains, it's been happening against the backdrop of this growth-centric rally we've had the last month and a half. Uh, so Micron has kind of faded a little bit on its earnings. Uh, Intel's been struggling again. But you like AMD, you like Intel, and these are long-term holds, it seems like, Kim. They are. So whenever they hit some issues, you have to evaluate the company and say, is this a terminal issue? Is this going to kill this company? If so, get out. I don't believe that's the case in either uh, Micron or Intel. I think they're a little, un mis uh, a little misunderstood. And that's what I love is uh, buying these things and then holding them until they get understood. Or And how do they do that? They show progress. They show growth. So the growth names that are working now, as you point out, is NVIDIA and AMD, and that's because they are showing growth. A little caveat that I'd like to throw in about NVIDIA is Bitcoin. They are a big participator in that Bitcoin mining. So if we see any meaningful slowdown in that, that's a little note of caution. But uh, other than that, you know, it depends on what your time frame is. Advanced Micro will get approval, uh, the uh, EU antitrust approval for a $35 billion uh, deal with Xilinx, uh, a huge one for AMD. What do you want to look for next from them? What's this company need to do once this is completed? Well, it's uh, execute, execute, execute. The reason why I've stayed away from AMD, and by the way, I, I backed into it, right? I was a Xilinx owner and you know that's how I'm now, uh, I'm right. keeping that Xilinx shares that are gonna convert to AMD. But um, AMD in the way past, I'm talking about mid 80s to mid 90s, they used to be like, oh, they're gonna do it, they're gonna beat Intel and then they'd stumble. But I think uh, at least uh, the leader there is doing very, very well and I um, don't expect missteps, but I think they need to execute. They have a great, um, product lineup, um, adding Xilinx's um, more exotic products are going to help them as well. And I think they have a great go-to-market at this point.
Okay. All right, so AMD sticking with it after uh, owning now with uh, the Xilinx deal. And Kim, uh, you've got uh, a couple other stocks on your mind, though, uh, off the tech beat. I'm curious about the Urban case. Walk me through this retail name that you like, Urban Outfitters, which has been trading uh, well bid right near its record, right near its highs. So Urban Outfitters ha is kind of a quirky little name. First of all, they're not really in malls. They're more in like a city center, a touristy center, which if we believe people are getting out there in the world and going to tourist areas, they can benefit. Secondly, they are not all, um, you know, teens and, and college kids clothing. About half of their product line is anthropology and free people. And those um, lines in particular skew to higher income and they also um, are fashion forward. We have taken a break from seeing each other and dressing for each other for about two years. So that pent up demand is gonna go on for a while of refilling our closets. And the people that buy a lot of clothes are gonna buy a lot of clothes and those people are the free people, um, wearers and the anthropology shoppers.